Welcome back to the family table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Noah. And we are here with Hoosier Heritage Homestead. And uh, we have this podcast here to sort of have a common ground to talk and to, to go over topics. And, you know, if you visit our home, and we hope you do, you know, our coffee pot's usually always on. There's always another seat for you at the table. And we'd like this podcast to be a virtual um, option for that. You are so much better at this than I am. <laughs> We tried this a minute ago where I was driving, I mean, I was doing the, the talking introduction. It went up. I just need to be sad. quiet and be the tech guy <laughs> and be behind the scenes because you are so much better than oh, this than I am. Thank you. So we thought today we would just kind of talk a little bit about how we got here. You know, um, I think had you asked us a year ago, hey, do you think you will be rebuilding your family's homestead? We would be like, you're really crazy. Um, first of all where where we reside currently we love we love our yeah. home we, we we've moved once uh, from, we've had one home before this and we had this home we said we're never moving again we're in the town we want we're in the county that we grew up in we are going to be buried on this property <laughs> right. like don't right. want to move no more we brought home you know four of our babies to this home yeah um we have put a lot of love and effort and time yeah. into our current home so we really never was on our radar to be moving, but you know, I think God finds that very humorous in us as humans of when we say, Oh, we'll never, then he's like, right. That's cute. I have the bigger plan and all of this. So had you asked us a year ago, we would have said, no, we're very happy and content where we are. Um, but you know, life happens. And I think we maybe have mentioned before that my uncle who, um, was rebuilding the homestead, passed away suddenly, and it sort of left it open and available. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we all sort of came to this conclusion at the same time with that being Noah and I and my parents and my grandmother of, like, what are we going to do with this? And it was like we all kind of knew what we wanted to, like, for, for Noah and I to take it over, but how do you say that? So, we all kind of came to it and it's like once we had that open conversation it was like this big relief i think on all of us and so here we are you know here we are 10 months later um we're where we are and um it's we we often say to each other it's gonna be great like it's, it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's a lot of work it's a lot of time a lot of effort Noah and i like to be a very united united front when it comes to our children, to our life, to our marriage. And part of that united front is a lot of togetherness. And this past month has been a lot of togetherness, but also a lot of dividing and conquering. Um, Together apart, yes. Together uh, apart, yes. Yeah, we, keep the, we keep the children involved with when we homeschool, and we want them involved as much as possible in the building process, which I knew from beforehand Remodeling with children is great, but slows you down like half the time. And that's pretty generous. They slow you down half the right. time. Right. I, I could be know. the dad to just you know get, get out of my way, just stand over there and watch. But instead, I try to ex- over. I probably over explain. I think they'll remember that, and it's going to be worth it. But uh, I, I, I love doing it with them. They love learning, and um, they are now the oldest two is ten and eight. And they're just on the precipice of being super helpful. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a 
really Absolutely. good, really good thing. Absolutely. Can you uh, tell us a little history? This isn't a, a willy-nilly random property that we're <laughs> going not. to. No, it's not. It's got a good bit of history. Why don't you it really lay it does. on them? Uh, so, our homestead, um, which we call Hoosier Heritage Homestead, and those the title was really picked out very intentionally. Hoosier being, we live in Indiana, Hoosier State. Um, heritage is because Noah and I are both very sentimental people when it comes to things from our past, from our families, from the past generations. And this home is a big piece of that heritage. So my great-grandfather came from England and he purchased this farm in Carbon, Indiana in the very early 1900s. And since then, my, my great-grandpa and his wife, they raised their five children in this homestead. Um, my grandfather was even born in that house. And then um, my great-uncle, he lived there with his wife and two sons for several years. And then following that, my grandpa and grandma and my mom and her two brothers lived there on the farm. And um, then it sort of had some other random family members throughout the years and then it sat empty for a while and then most recently my uncle um, lived there for a few years and so now we are going there and so he had done some nice work he really had um, he had made it a really wonderful home um, it burned in 2019 some electrical issues and so what the nice home he had created had sort of gone backwards then and um, from 2019 to present day in his time he was able to take everything back down to the studs um, add on a room sort of square up the house to bring some more square footage to the home and siding windows and uh, metal roof. metal roof beautiful metal beautiful roof. red roof I love when people are coming to see us and I say just look for the gray house with the red roof and it just kind of stands out like it really is a I've, I always feel sort of like sentimental I pull up in that that site there. So that will mean that Noah and I, so myself, for my family will be the fourth generation, but our children will be the fifth generation to live there. And I really love that. Um, I, I, as my, our five children will be living there, I think about my grand, great-grandparents raising their five children there and just the property there itself and what a great way for our children to be raised and to grow up with barns and animals and, and land. It's just really, that heritage piece is really important to us. And then the homestead, obviously, I think when you think of homestead, it's like going back home. It's the place that you were raised and that you were um, made your, yourself. And, you know, growing up, I spent a lot of time here at this home. When people were living there, people weren't living there, that's where um, my grandparents, all their farm animals were. I, I was in 4-H for 11 years, and so that's where our cows were and our pigs were. You weren't were. just in 4-H. You're I, being too modest. Oh, oh You, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, were the 2005 Clay County 4-H Fair Queen. I, I, yes, you are. You royalty. Are, uh, <laughs> yes, royalty here. And I have to just, a little side note here. That is one of Noah's favorite party tricks right Love there. Um, we'll be, you know, okay, 2015. So we're a few years out past that. And um, I, I, all right, 2005, excuse me, 2005. Yeah, it's a longer than you think, it's longer than I think. And it's not like I um, wear my (laughs) sash and crown publicly or anything. 
and we'll be somewhere like more, like I'm serious in the last month Noah has done this and somebody will say oh you look so familiar to me and he doesn't say like oh her maiden name was or she works at none of those common like things she says oh you, you might remember her me. as the 2005 yes. Clay County 4-H yes. Fair Queen. Yes, and Noah, in those um, now 18 years since being 4-H Fair Queen, <laughs> how many times has that been the reason? It worked, they, it worked once. Once, once. So, yes, one, one for 18 years. All right, we are, once again, off topic. Okay, so, like I said, this was a big place that we, um, I spent a lot of my time as, my, as a child. And not only that, um, so Noah and I started dating and it has to do with the homestead. And, you know, this is, we're really kind of going backwards here. I, my grandfather had um, purchased a mother cow and calf, and he had me come over to help him, like, unload them, get them settled, all that stuff. And if you've never done a calf, they can be very spirited and, and kind of wild. And so I got this cow out, no problem. I got this calf out, and this calf stood on my foot, and he broke it. Um, and so I was, you know, 16 teenager and I was no longer able to drive to school because it was my right foot, all that. So I was trying to think of like who could take me to school. And so, um, I called my good friend from school. Yeah. Pause right there. I'll take oh. over here. Uh, <laughs> oh no. It's a little better than that. Uh, you see, I had wanted to date her for a good while. We were in chemistry class together, set, you know, back-to-back at tables and got to know each other then. But more importantly, we were in theater together and we were opposites uh, lead in the play. And we would spend a lot of time after school, you know, but running we were just lines. Friends. Just friends. Just Having friends. a great relationship. I, uh, I had never had a relationship and I was smitten with this young lady. And uh, the time, you know, I never felt the right time. I wasn't super confident. And then my family owned a donut shop back in the day in the big metropolis of Bowling Green, Indiana. And I was working there one night, uh, boxing up donuts to ship them out the next day. And the phone rang. I went to go answer it. And I can still remember the phone had, what do you call that when you can see the... Caller ID. Caller ID. And it said, Patrick Byers. My and dad. I didn't know any Byers. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't know any Patrick's. But like, Byers, is that... Oh, my. I, Hello, Donut Factory. And... Swear to you, here's the conversation. Noah, this is Elizabeth Byers. A cow stepped in my foot. Could you, would it be possible for you to drive me to school? And I was like, oh yeah, it's on my way. Now if I could draw you a map. Bowling Green to Clay City as the crow fly is about 12 miles. (laughs) Brazil is the opposite direction, about another 12 miles. So I turned my 12 mile trip into, I don't know, 30 round trip, you know, 30 miles round trip, but I told her it was on my way and I started picking her up the for school. The rest is history. The rest is, as they say, right. history. And I think, first of all, I think you embellished that story a small amount. And I bet gas is a lot cheaper than Oh my too. gosh. <laughs> so it no was joke. a big deal. Okay, so yes, that homestead um, means a lot to us. And, and not only did, was that the reason we started dating, but we also got engaged there. Yeah. Um, so it's just really a great. I place. went back to the place where the cow stumped went on her back foot. To the place. I remember driving out there and we like, what in the world are we doing out here? <laughs> and there's like one tree on the whole property. I, we got there and I was like, and I said, I think, you know, I'd like to spend the rest of my life with you. I could see us having a place like this where we could raise kids and have barns and animals and just build a life together. Never really thinking 
never ever really thinking that no. would be like the place. Uh, especially when you realize what a fixer-upper the whole place right. is. Like, right. It wasn't like we were moving into somebody's mansion hand-me-down property of multiple generations. This, this place needs a lot of work and it wasn't even top of mind. So now current day, go back to last year, unfortunately uncle passes away and it's sitting empty and I kind of knew I would be I would take on the, the project of cleaning up the place, you know, handling it for the family. Uh, because you're going through uh, not only personal belongings, but multiple generations of belongings, belongings mm-hmm. and things like that. And so I'm, I'm a little less emotionally attached, and so I can make little easier decisions. And uh, started getting in there, and you know, it took me a good while, a good while, because it was a really big project. Uh, we've got there's about five acres total there's there's the house and one two three three big three barns that were totally full of just random stuff and a garage and then all the fields around it where the cows had been is like implement city like an old graveyard of old farming equipment because you never get rid of you never know what part you might need yes so I started going out there and working, and I would start cleaning up the house a little bit, the personal belongings, and as I'm out there, like, man, this place has a lot more room than I anticipate. Our current house is three bedrooms, one bath, and it's, I don't know, 1,300, 1,400 square feet. It's first floor and a little bit of a loft. There's a basement, but I don't really count it. We, we got it, uh, what's that called? Sealed and dried. Sealed like. and dried, and it's pretty nice, but it's kind of a cold place, and we put toys down there and stuff. But as I got to look in, like, man, this place would end up being around 3,000 square feet if everything was done. So I started sketching out, like, floor plans and just kind of chewing on it and chewing on it. And by about May, I think we had all come to the decision, like, I think this would be a good thing. Yes. And we, we reached, you know, approached the family about it, made our plans, and we've been working on it ever since. We really have. I'm a public school teacher, so I have summers off. So last, once it got to be, what was it, like the 28th of May, I was out of school. I rented a skid steer with forks and a bucket, and I just, for a month straight, went to town cleaning up the property. And I think we moved about 60 tons of old metal and debris and trash off the main areas of the property. Mm-hmm. This was like, you know, Think about fields that just have old cars parked in it. I, I moved seven cars. Somebody came and bought it one day. Uh, we had a company come and drop a metal recycling container, and I filled two. And I was on my third one when they got when they took it. And I've had two giant uh, 10, 30, 40 yard, whatever they are, trash containers for wood and well, and construction debris too. Yeah. As yeah, so just yeah. a lot to do. And then I have, my friend has a dump trailer, and so I was able to take it to the local, um, what do call it, like a tran- transit spot where I can take it, and then they take it to the dump, and so it's easier for me. Um, so it was a really busy May, June, and then I got to work inside, and there was a lot of uh, destruction, deconstruction that needed to happen. And I videoed as much as possible, and I'm going to put it together and start a little YouTube channel for us, so you can kind of see what we're talking about. But I had the kids, and we, we worked real hard in July. Um, we also had the 4-H fair and some other things. 
and about that time I hurt my shoulder after I got the everything tore apart I hurt my shoulder and I was really struggling to like even pick up a hammer so I had to take some time off I didn't have surgery or anything but just rest and um and got back into school I'm 35 now and I am getting older and then so since then since school's back in session you spend you know three or four evenings out there after school until you know we do later dinners when he works there um, and then most Saturdays and a lot of Sunday afternoons and uh, just so, so there's a lot of time out there and it's funny like sometimes I think when you're in the process you don't see the progress because you're you think you're so in it and you see you're there all the time so we always enjoy especially when my uh, my grandparents who live in Lafayette when they come over because they'll shout they'll, out Ron and Bernie shout out Ron and Bernie they um will come probably once a month to see it so yeah. like a month's progress and they are always just so encouraging about it and like oh they I can ooh, notice and they, oh, like and I can't believe that. you can do that and wow we're so like happy and, and that's proud. the pick me up I need to yes to keep, keep going. going so it's just um so we're yeah we're now several months into this and I think the kids and I were talking today that every time now we're there it feels more like home uh-huh. it really does it feels more like home we can we can see ourselves there we can we can we're making decisions there and it really feels like home we are so here's our let's give you a little quick plan of what we're where we're going um, and what we're at I had to tear out all the floors on half the house on the first floor and put a new floor joist and redo all rough plumbing we're going from a bed a house that's three bed one bath we're going to a house that's going to be five bed three bath so our goal is to get the first floor done uh, by the end of May and then we'll move in and what would be our living room we're going to put the kids sleeping in the living room in bunk beds and then kind of next summer early fall finish the second floor as we can cash flow it and uh, upstairs could be four bedrooms and a bathroom we're kind of torn we'll talk about this later someday about having your own room right now we've got two boys in bunk beds and the other one we've got the boy and then the twins they're still young enough to share a bed in the other room and I don't know there's we're torn on whether we can let them have their own room or pair them up and whatnot right so it could be four beds in a bathroom upstairs and then downstairs is you know dining kitchen living we got another room a front room with a fireplace we call the homeschool room we got a half bath we have a huge laundry room we have the master and the master bath and um, we're it's going to be great. Well, we had to start. We tore it all out. And we've got those all rebuilt. We've got subfloors on the first floor. is totally subfloored. And uh, rejoiced it as much as possible. And now uh, we are just about to point. Oh, we have HVAC going in right now. That was kind of a big ordeal. Like, uh, it's crazy how expensive HVAC work is. Like, uh, we found We finally got a good deal. And it's going in right now. And then we're ready for electric, and that's what we're doing today is we went to every married couple's favorite place, <laughs> Lowe's and Menards, the, the time warp The places. king and queen, the if you will. Queen. What about Home Depot? That'd be like... Yeah. So, we don't know. have one, though. Crawfordsville, I suppose, is the closest. But we spent about $5,000 today on all the electrical equipment that we need for the whole house. We went ahead and bought for the whole house. Even though we're just trying to get the first floor done, 
was, was just like on our mind. And hopefully, my, my estimate is high and I can take some of it back. But um, it was funny because we have a Suburban and we've got every seat, of course, accounted for for the kids and us. And so we're just packing wire around everybody and it was a totally full vehicle today. But all the kids got to come home with us, so that's, that's a win. Yeah. We yeah. definitely made behind at Menards. Yeah. So we've got really big dreams to get this done. And it's just a house, though. I want to say something that we're just building a house, but no matter where we are together, it like really makes it like a home. I want the kids to think about this place and have good memories. I want our friends to feel and you know comfortable to come over and either play cards or just relax. And um, it'd be kind of a central meeting point for the rest of our lives, this location of, you know, people, family want to come visit or friends want to come visit and uh, it's, we'll, have be- we'll have spaces for everybody, holidays. It's, we're in that beautiful dreaming point of time right now. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, there's something else I want to say. Uh, so we're going to do this every week, maybe a couple times a week. We sometimes sit around the kitchen table and do it. Right now, we're literally driving down the road. I've got some microphones that just clip on, and we can just chit-chat. Um, I, our homestead is going to be not maybe what you think of as a homestead. I don't want to go all the way homestead where we have to be self-sufficient. I like the. We won't I, be off the grid. We, what? We won't be off the. We grid. won't be off the grid. No, I I like to be just a little bit more resilient than I was pre-COVID. COVID scared me a little bit. Uh, the food chain scared me just a little bit. Not that we couldn't get food, but like prices surged, and I didn't like being totally dependent on it. And Elizabeth and I are very much let's try stuff and explore and do something and if we don't like it we'll stop doing it but you know let's try making our own bread oh it's good great or if we do something we don't like it we'll just keep going back to the way we had done it before but uh, I think it's my ADHD that drives that we like to do product we like to make things we like to try things so you know we're not going to save money we do like to save money we we kind of have to if we want to send any of these kids to (laughs) the best community college we can afford so uh, hopefully you enjoyed this and you'll subscribe. I know I have it. I've got it on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And if you would subscribe and leave us a review and share it with your you know, social ask media, questions. ask questions. Yeah. yeah. And on the website on Hoosier Heritage, Hoosier Heritage Homestead. Substack.com, and I'll put the link down there. Uh, Elizabeth releases like one recipe a week and it's not one of those recipes where you have to read a gigantic story about no stories when i was 12 my gg no came stories. downstairs and said let's make pecans and you have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll we just give you the recipe it's all and you want you don't care you don't you care want. yeah it's what you want and we might make a video companion for it just to kind of show you or maybe reach a different audience but on the website uh, we're going to release a web a recipe a week, and we're going to maybe try to do a written blog for people who like to read uh, what, what's going on. 
Um, I enjoy the talking part and making videos, but maybe I can convince Elizabeth to do like a weekly recap or something like that. Um, because she is the smarter one of the two of us. So, um, please help us by subscribing. Looking forward to that. And if you go to uh, that Substack, uh, you just put in your email address and everything we publish goes straight to your inbox. So makes it's it easy. easy. Makes it easy. Okay. Well, hope you enjoyed. We mm. will talk to Catch you Catch you on soon. the flippity flop. Flippity flop.